Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to Wellness Inc. Are you looking to transform your body to become a fitter, healthier, happier you? Well, today we're going to get you on track with the man, Steve Zim. Now, Steve's known as the Hollywood trainer. That that sounds good to me already. I'm in. Uh, Steve Zim is a fitness trainer to the stars and owner of A Tighter You, which from what I understand is the hottest gym in L.A., which says a lot because there's a lot of gyms in L.A. He served as the fitness expert on NBC's The Today Show, Extra, Entertainment Tonight, you name it. He's trained Olympic and professional athletes, Hollywood actors, and is the author of Superhero Nutrition. We're all going to be so healthy after this. I'm so, so stoked about this. Six weeks to a Hollywood body and the 30-minute celebrity makeover miracle. People from all over the world gain inspiration from Steve to improve their fitness and overall quality of life. And now he's created a personalized way for you to get fit, whether at home or in the gym with atumobile.com. Steve, my friend, I actually, just from reading this bio, I already feel stronger and fitter than, than I did when I started. <laughs> how, how are you? How are you doing today? <laughs> Hey, thanks so much for spending a little time with me. I got to tell you, I mean, quite the resume. You've got a lot of serious stuff you've done here. And I'm most curious with what gets you going in this direction? What started your journey to fat and passion for fitness? I mean, how does this happen for you? Well, uh, ever since I was like in junior high, high school, I spent all my time in the gym. That's my happy place. And I uh, just love being around weightlifting, people uh, watching the numbers go up, eh, people transforming their bodies. I was always just fascinated by it. And so I went to college. I graduated from Boston College. I moved out to L.A. And like right off the bat, I started working in a gym. And uh, it was a really cool place because there were uh, trainers there. And I, I grew up in Boston, so I never saw a trainer in Boston. They didn't have really, them. you know, they you didn't just have them there. The That's, what what yeah. year are we talking about? Roughly. We're talking 1988. Wow. I'm kind of surprised by that, but that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, there, there was, there was nobody. I saw one trainer once I will tell you, <laughs> uh, the owner of Reebok came into the gym with a personal trainer. Oh my and gosh. And I was like, Oh my gosh. What's that? And so, but then when I came to LA and I, and I started going to the gym, there were personal trainers everywhere. And I didn't realize it was actually a job. Wow. So you fell in love with this, like from the get go. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. I, yeah. I just, thought it was the coolest thing. You know, it's kind of interesting because when you think about personal trainers and most of the ones that I've known or come across in my time, they're obviously super fit. And I think to myself, God, what a great life to be able to do, you know, basically get healthier and get other people healthy for a living. It's like people pay you to do this, which is kind of what I do, except for 
it's a little different, but I mean, God, it's just got to be such a rewarding thing. You, it, like you said, watching the numbers change, watching people evolve mentally, physically, it's got to be just such a pump up for you to be doing this kind of stuff. It, it really is. I got to tell you, uh, it's, it's all about being comfortable in your own skin at the end of the day. And uh, so many people are not comfortable with where they're at. And so, you know, you got doctors, you have all sorts of people out there that help you get healthy, but really you want to be mentally and physically healthy and you want to feel comfortable. Once you get to that point in your life, wow. I mean, doors open up for you. You walk into a room, you feel confident. You, you know, go in for job interview you feel confident. So a lot of what I do is not just get you in shape so you have a six pack, but really changes you up here, which is the bigger part of this whole thing. Yeah. You know, it's, I always say to my patients and really right along line with what you said, you know, let's say I'm working with patients who are diabetic and you get them on proper nutrition and you get them working out and you see the trending of the blood sugars going down. And, you know, my philosophy has always been if you do that in a healthy way and you get those quick results, it motivates people. It's like running downhill. We all love running downhill. And I, I got to say, you you said this at the very beginning, watching those numbers change is a mental thing. I think so much of our health physically is foundationally based on our mental capacity and mental well-being. Yes, 100%. 100%. Um, you know, and you always hear, I mean, you probably tell your patients the same thing when you're, you're positive about things, everything trends better for you, right? You know, you're, you're negative about it. All of a sudden the numbers start going the wrong way. It's kind of a crazy thing that our mind is so powerful and we need to wrap our mind into our body. So it's one thing. It's not mind body. It's mind body. It's one thing. Now that's, I mean, I couldn't have said it better. It's perfectly said. All right, let me ask, let's, let's talk a little bit about a few things. I, there are a lot of misconceptions out there about the body and getting in shape, right? So let's, let's go through the definition of, of, of those two things and that sort of concept. And let's kind of talk to our listeners a little bit about what you, what you think of that and how you feel. What are your thoughts on that whole idea? Well, what happens is a lot of people don't understand going into a gym. It's a new thing or lifting weights. And a big, big misconception is, hey, if I stop lifting, all this muscle will turn to fat. Or I don't want to get bulky. You know, if I lift, I don't want to be bulky. Right. Uh, you know, it's, it, those are two major misconceptions. Number one, muscle is muscle, fat is fat. It's two separate items. I can't make an apple into an orange. But uh, but you can build muscle, you can burn fat, you can build muscle and and out eat yourself so that you don't burn any fat, like you will keep the fat on your body. So you have to do the nutrition like what you write about. And uh, and what I do together, it's a combination. I look at it as three parts. You have the weightlifting, you have the nutrition, then you have the cardio. And when people say, oh, you got to up your metabolism, up your metabolism, nobody actually understands what that means. Oh, what do you mean up my metabolism? How am I going to do that? <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, that'll work. Yeah, right. <laughs> so this is why I put weightlifting is, is number one in, in my programs. Because if we build lean muscle, lean muscle burns more calories every day just being you. So 
by upping your metabolism, what we're trying to do is chase time. As we get older, our body deteriorates. We want to build those muscles so that we can fight the deterioration. So instead of having less muscle at the end of one year, we have more muscle at the end of one year. And that muscle burns calories. The more calories it burns, the, the more wiggle room we have in our nutrition. Then we have to make sure the nutrition is on point. And then thirdly, and I bring it down a rung, is your cardio. We have to do enough cardio to keep our heart healthy, get us sweating, get our body to lose extra calories. But it's not what I want to base our program on. A lot of people base their program on cardio. They'll right. do way too much cardio and they don't realize why if they don't do cardio for two, three days, all of a sudden they gained weight. It's right. because they're, they're pushing it down and pushing it down. And so you, you need to really base it off of weights, nutrition, cardio down below. I love that. And, and I'll tell you, and I bring this up to patients all the time, right around, and you know this better than I do in the whole concept, you know, when we get to about 30 years old, we start to lose muscle mass. And every decade, we lose a significant amount of muscle mass. Now, we can't stop the aging process. That would be nice, maybe. Uh, but you can slow down. You know, our, our bodies are just in this world of inflammation, right? We're battling inflammation. You know, when you watch these professional athletes at the end of a game get dropped into a bucket of ice, it's really like putting out the fire, right? That entire fire of the body. So everything, I, I can't think of a day where I've discussed inflammation less than 30 times with patients. It's my elbow hurts. It's my heart disease. It's my lungs, my asthma, my seal, whatever it is, it's an inflammatory process. We can't stop it, but if we can slow it down and live with it in a healthy way, that's how we live this nice, long, healthy life. So I love that whole idea. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You've mentioned this. You know, you can out eat all the exercise in the world if you do not have sound nutrition. And now I'm, I'm going to, I can't wait to, I'm a little apprehensive to ask this question, but I've always said, as it pertains to weight loss specifically, not so much cardio and musculoskeletal and strength training, as it pertains to weight loss specifically, I really feel it's like 80 or 85% food and 10 or 15% related or 15 or 20% related to exercise. So many people think, ah, I work out three hours a day so I can eat anything I want. Yet the scale doesn't move. It has to go back to these three building blocks as you said them. And, and they work sort of cohesively, right? It's that, you know, that, that collective effort between the three. And I, I love that you bring that in there. Yeah, it's, I'll tell you, the reason why I don't say it's 80, uh, 20, like, or what you 85, 15%. The reason why I say it's more almost 50, 50 mm -hmm. is because like you said, if we don't work out, our body starts to deteriorate, right? right? So if our 
body deteriorates, the calories we burn every day get smaller and smaller. So if we're maintaining a really healthy nutritional calorie balance and you're eating really clean, what you were eating at 30 years old at, let's say, 2,000 calories a day, at 31 years old, your 2,000 calories a day are going to start gaining fat right? because you're not burning it off, because your muscle mass went down. So the way I look at it is we got to maintain and build up the muscle mass so that we keep that calorie burden of our own body daily much higher. Then we can stick with the same nutrition. But the nutrition will have to then you start eating less and less to maintain that same weight. That's how I look at it. Right. And I think and I think the point, like you said, basal metabolic rate. Right. You know, a big reason why people who say I I was on this diet, I'm eating whatever, 1500 calories a day. I was losing weight. I was working out. I'm doing everything I did. And all of a sudden I plateau. All of a sudden I'm not losing the weight. All of a sudden I'm gaining weight. It's because that whole idea of of sort of keeping your basal metabolic rate at its maximum, at its peak. And that goes back to your point exactly, which is move, move and then move a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so important. And part, part of the whole thing with move, move, move is that people, nobody's ever coming in my gym and goes, I just want to move for an hour. That's never what they come in here for. <laughs> right. Okay. So everybody has, and, and I love it. And I've written about this all the time. It, we all want to look great. I mean, sure. really at the end of the day, we want to look great. So that is our motivating factor to look great. So looking great gets us to move. So it kind of, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy where um, the health part comes in because we want to look fantastic. Sure. And in my programs, the way I build them is so that somebody gets a result really, really quickly. You know, people always say to me, uh, what are your, uh, what are your advertising costs at, at your gym or for your programs? I go zero. <laughs> I've never spent a dollar. Um, reason why is because as soon as somebody comes in the gym, they do a workout, they realize what this program is. It's completely different. They see a result within one week in themselves. And within two weeks, people are going, hey, what are you doing? Once that starts to happen, you start to get that positive feedback. Now you're super in. When you see a result, you're in. And so the whole thing with my program is to get a result quickly. The quicker I get a result, the more you're excited about it. And then you stay uh, connected. That's exactly, you know, I took a lot of criticism about 10 years ago when my first book came out because they said, well, you know, you can't lose a lot of weight quickly because it's unhealthy. That's not true. If you do it in a quick and healthy way, if you, Mm -hmm. I mean, listen, I'm not saying you starve yourself and have 400 calories a day, but if you do sound nutrition and you do good nutrition and you can get weight loss results quickly to your point, That's Mm -hmm. what people want. We live in the give it to me now society. So if you can figure out a way to deliver that as clearly you have, but in a healthy way that does not impact the body, you know, negatively, that's what you see. Quick results lead to people saying, I'm in, I'm sticking with this. And then again, we run downhill. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of, so what happened, the way I created this whole program was, um, Many, many years ago, I got invited. My dad uh, was the state surgeon general of Massachusetts, and he's a hematologist. And he got me invited 
to see uh, a doctor that was doing testing with infrared uh, on muscles. And he thought I might be interested. This was like in 1984. And so uh, I went to see and he was showing me, you know, like, here's here's like uh, red blood. You would see the color red and that meant blood flow was coming through and there was a temperature that came off the muscles. When there was an injury, the temperature was lower because the blood flow wasn't as high. And so he said, you know, once the injury got better, then we would see the blood flow again. And I was looking at these charts and I thought, wow, this is super interesting. Right. Um, I said to him, I go to the gym. Um, I'm in college. I go to the gym and I don't feel the exercises where I'm supposed to feel them. He goes, what do you mean? I go, you know, the shoulder press, you take your hands, you take a dumbbell in each hand and you press it up over your head and you bring them together and you bring them down, bring them up, bring them together. I feel them on the front part of my shoulder. I feel them on my tricep and in my back, but I don't feel my whole shoulder. And per se, if you look, I've developed the front part of my shoulder well, but it's like overdeveloped. Hmm. And I go, I wonder if I did this in your infrared machine, if I could see where the blood was flowing, like where the heat was coming from. He goes, okay, do it. Let's do it. So I did that exercise. And what we saw was the front of the shoulder turned red, the tricep turned red, and the lat turned red. What was bluer was the middle of the shoulder and the back of the shoulder. And so I said, now check this out. I created this exercise called W's. I bring my elbows all the way in and I go out and I don't go past my head and I come down. And when I do that, that burns my entire shoulder. He goes, let's Interesting. do it. So we do the move. Boom. The whole shoulder becomes red. Tricep goes blue. Lat goes blue. I isolated that muscle, that muscle group. And so he goes, that's cool. What else do you have? I go, I'll give you another one. The <laughs> tricep. Back of the arm. Every woman that's ever walked into my gym says, can you look at the back of my arm? Can we tighten this up? So what happens is certain muscles will overdevelop. And when we have that, we have an imbalance. Our body, we, our eye loves symmetry. So, right. uh, so I, I created an exercise. So the kickback, you know, the one where you stand up and you kick straight back like yep. that. When you do that exercise straight with your arm going straight, what happens is the inner part of the tricep, the inner head of the tricep tends to take over. The outside head of the tricep drops out. So we tend to overdevelop the inside. And when we do that, the arm starts to look thick. So I did that exercise on the infrared. Sure enough, the inside was much more redder than the outside. Then I did something called kickbacks with a twist, something I created. So what it is, is arm goes back. At the end of the extension, you twist palm down, bring it back, come to neutral, then kick back and turn it the other way, palm up, come back, come to neutral. By doing that, when we put it on the infrared, each side balanced out and it was red each side. And I go, now I feel the outside head and the inside head working. So he goes, you should come up with other exercises like this. And so subsequently I did, I came up with a slew of exercises. And so this is how I was able to create this program for myself. And I started seeing a lot of results and I was super happy. And then my friends in school were doing the same things I was doing. And it was like, oh, wow, this is, you know, really cool. And the other thing you were asking me about misconceptions is people think, oh, you got to lift heavy weights to get results. 
not true. Right. And a lot of women don't want to lift heavy weights. My program is done with such lightweight because I'm isolating muscle and muscle groups to get a result. And we don't use any swinging. There's no momentum in this. It's each rep is a rep on its own. And so by doing that, I'm able to create and basically break down the body differently so that we're not bringing in muscles that we don't need for what we're not looking for. So it's it's a whole process. I mean, it all makes sense, right? It's control. And, you know, some of the guys, I've never been someone that's worked out with a lot of trainers. I, I'm a swimmer by nature, and that's what I do every day. I do really mild, just kind of lightweight training. But everybody I've ever talked to who I've considered and respected great in the training industry, it's, a, it's about control and isolation and control, not so much the mass, the weight, as you said. And you talk. You know, I know you've done a lot of technique training for women specifically, and you kind of commented on that a little bit. I mean, we have the Jessica Beals of the world, the Ashley Judds, boxer Layla Ali. What What is different, if you can kind of share with the listeners a little bit, what is different about working with women as opposed to men? I mean, the fact that us guys are probably not as bright as women and we're a little goofier. What is what is the uh, an impatient and all those bad things? Uh what is different about working with women than men? Well, uh, working with women, you have to really, uh, you have to earn a trust when when you're when you're working with a female body because I'm a guy. They come in, and what what does a guy trainer know? Well, so over all these years, I've been doing this for thirty years. Um, I have developed all these techniques and my clients, when you see them, people are like, I want what they're doing. So right. then I've developed that, you know, the respect and, and people understand, okay, if we want this, how do we get this? And so uh, what I've done is when somebody comes in, a man or woman, what we do is we take the body fat test, the measurements and all that. But then I take them over to the mirror. And what I do is I have them just stand relax, stand. And what I start to do, and I, and I explain to them, I'm not being mean, I'm just trying to show you what I'm looking to do so that we can get what you're asking for. So I look at their posture and 90 something percent of the time, when people are standing there relaxed, the palms of their hand end up on the front of their thigh, like in the where their pocket should Instead be. Instead of on the side. On the side where their hip is. Gotcha. So- when we do that without doing anything, I can already tell you, you have more musculature in the front part of your body than you do in the back. And so then I turn you sideways and I have you look and I'll show you that your front part of your shoulder is more developed, pulling you in. And once we reach to the back part of the shoulder, there's no separation between the back part of the shoulder and the tricep. So when we see that, what I'm explaining is if you want leaner looking arms, we have to create that line that separates the shoulder from the tricep. That would be the rear delt. So we're going to have to develop the rear delt to balance out the front delt. Now we're going to start to create that line. Then the tricep comes in. We have two heads to the tricep, inside head, outside head. We have to make sure there's a balance and that we get the inside head to go. So this way we can balance that all out so that the inside and outside look great. And one isn't pushing on the other. The inside tends to push and thicken out the arm. Then we go 
to, uh, to the legs. We look at the glutes and we look at the hamstrings first. Many people, glute and hamstring roll into one. So instead of a butt and a leg, it looks like a blood. It's one thing. <laughs> blood. And, Did you coin that term? I love yes, that. Yes, I coined that term. <laughs> <laughs> I may, you, I love that. Giving you full credit, of course, I may okay. throw that around from time to time. And so I explained to them that, you know, people go, I want a better butt. I want a better butt. I go, where does the butt come from? It's the insertion from the hamstring into the butt. Now let's see where that's coming from. So is your hamstring developed or is your quad overly developed? That's a very normal thing. Most people's quads are overly developed and then that hamstring is not. And now what you're starting to hear is that everything in back, especially our back, is not developed correctly. So most people, when they work out their back, actually work out their biceps. If anybody does a seated row or a lat pull down, tell me your biceps and forearms don't hurt before your back feels anything. Yeah, you're absolutely. Now that I think about that, you're absolutely right. Well, go, take us through that because that's interesting. Because okay. I now I can totally. I'm like thinking, yeah, he's absolutely right. That's yeah. exactly what happens. What happens is when we work our back, we tend to just pull with the arms, so it looks like this. We sit and we pull. We sit and we pull. What happens with that is that our biceps are doing most of the work and our back is doing very little work. So I created a move like this where you squeeze your shoulder blades first. Shoulders are down, not up, but down. You squeeze and then you pull it. So we initiate with the back. So the back becomes the primary mover of the weight. When you do a lap pull down, same thing. Squeeze your shoulder blades down first. Now pull. Make it a two-move move and don't roll it. So when you're doing this in your gym, squeeze, then pull. If you're doing this at home with bands, same thing. It's a squeeze and then a pull. Now we're able to make your back work. When the back starts working, we start waking everything up. Now look at the posture you're in. You're going to start standing up because you have something pulling against your front. We do everything this way, front ways. We right. do nothing backwards. So it's really important to balance out the front to the back. So what I always say is everybody works what I call their mirror muscles, what they see in the mirror. What they don't do is they don't work out their back. So if you took a picture and it's beautiful and you put some thumbtacks up and you put it on the wall, People walk by, oh, what a beautiful picture. But how about if I take that picture and I put it into a frame? Now I put it up on the wall. Now I have a piece of artwork. You see, the back is the frame to your front. Gotcha. So, so when we build out the back properly to balance off the front, now all of a sudden, now we have a balanced body. We have symmetry. And symmetry is the key to the whole thing. Uh, you know how uh, your mom always puts her finger in your back, stand up straight. Right. <laughs> mom, I girlfriend, have, every, you yeah. name it. <laughs> and people don't like to slouch. And everybody now with cameras, everybody has a camera. Everybody sees a picture of themselves and like, oh, my gosh. Right. I slouch. I really do that. I don't like that. And when you walk into a room, the person who slouches does not command the room. The person standing up straight, shoulders back, looking straight ahead 
they command a room. I don't care if you're five feet tall or, or you're six, seven, you have your shoulders back, you own that room. And that's a big thing in your life, in the way you feel. So uh, I have actually an exercise that you can do at home that will put you in the best posture of your life. And then you will see what you look like prior to this. And it takes one minute. Listen, I want to know, because I've been dealing with it, like I call it defeated posture, that look of defeat when you're just like, you know, slunched over. And I blame my computer. I blame all the stuff. We're constantly right. When we drive, we're leaning forward. When we're on our computer, we're leaning forward. We don't engage like the medial border of our shoulder, our scapula, our rhomboids, all these little thin muscles, I mean, are so critical for so much. So. Get to it because I got to see this. I need to fix my posture. Okay. (laughs) Everybody pay attention. All right. This this is going to take one minute. Okay. What you do is you put the back of your head against the wall, a door, anything that's not going to move. Okay. And slowly walk your feet out till you're about a foot away from the wall or the door. Now, you don't want anything touching but the back of your head and your feet on the floor. Your shoulders aren't touching. Your neck's not touching. So you look straight. Arms are down by your side. Don't be doing anything. Don't be turning your head. So just the back of your head is touching that wall. You're going to hold this position for one minute. At the end of one minute, slowly walk back. Don't pop off the wall. Slowly walk back till your heels hit the wall that you're on. And then walk away. Just start walking. All of a sudden, you're going to feel this pulling. And everything's going to pull back. And really? all of a sudden, oh yeah, it's amazing. And you will feel, you'll be standing up straight. I do this with all the runway models that I train. I go, you got to do this, you got to do this. You do this two, three times a day. And all of a sudden you start and look, your posture starts to take place where it should be. And all of a sudden you feel it and, you, and you're looking at yourself and you're like, oh my gosh, look at this. And it's a complete change in your body. And that has a big to do with how I do these makeovers for the films and TV shows. If somebody has bad posture on camera, oh my gosh, it's amplified. Wow. So Yeah, yeah, like I'm, everything else, right? Yes. Wait, so, I want to be clear on this because this is a, yes. probably one of the biggest take-home nuggets I, I, I can think of. And not just for me, for anyone listening. So you stand completely back against the wall, or I should say your entire body against the wall. But then you only use the back of your head against the wall and you walk your feet away, you inch away so that basically the only thing touching would be the bottom of your feet on the floor and the back of your head against the wall. Exactly. And then you hold that position once you get your feet out to about how far do you walk away from the wall? No more than one foot. You only need it one foot. If you you want to start off with a little less, start off with a little less. And you hold it? And you just hold that position for one full minute. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And then very important, walk your feet back till they hit the wall. Gotcha. Don't pop off the wall. You can hurt your neck and it takes away from the whole thing. Gotcha. You won't get the same result. You got to walk back and then just walk away. That's uh, so you, so you commit and you just do it once, like maybe three or four times yeah. a day when you're thinking That's about it. it. You're thinking about it and it wakes everything up. 
It's, what do you call that? What what is that? You listen. You got to name that move, man. This is I just amazing. Call it the posture. I just call it the posture move. No, nah, we need a better name. That this is like yeah, awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we, you know what? I think we just. I just shot it for my website program. And I think we called it the red carpet. That set now we're talking. That's yeah. that's what I'm talking about. The red yeah, carpet. We just move. named it the red carpet. So that when we go, so it's going to be layered into my program so that people can can do this before we start the program or after they're done with the program and just keep explaining to them, do this two, three times a day. We are all locked into our computers. If you see every single person walking with their phone, they're down. Yeah. And that's, and it's, it's really, and we get really frightened when we see a picture of ourselves, it, it, you know, somewhere and we're like this, we're like, I don't look like that. You don't feel like that, but that's how you stand. Right. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because, you know, when, when we were all been working from home a lot and you're on the computers and, you know, we have an electronic medical record at work. So we're always on the computer, but you know, my, my trainer that my swim coach that was working with me, he was like, listen, your pecs are so tight. Your pecs are just there. The, the tendon, you know, I was having all these problems in the back of my shoulder. He's like, it's not the back of your shoulder. It's your pecs, your pecs. You're just contorted this way. Once you stretch these pecs out, now that your little rhomboids, your little muscles in the back are like not trying to hold up the rest of your body and your head. And mm -hmm. it was like, how is this possible? But it's exactly what you're saying. Exactly yeah. what you're saying. So whenever I train somebody for anything, a movie, TV show, for you walking down the street and being yourself, it's just about making sure that the back and the front are balanced, the right and the left are balanced. Everything needs to be symmetrical. And how do we get to this? We need to make the back work. And like I tell you, everybody works what I call the mirror muscles, what yeah. we see in front. And you don't realize that if you work the back, the front will look 10 times better. I'm way overly excited now. I'm just like sweating. <laughs> here. All right. All right. All right. So we've talked a little bit about some posture. We've talked about the glutes and the butt and the abs. I mean, we've touched on, and I'm not going to let you get away without, you know, bragging a little bit about yourself. Listen, you work with some amazing people and rightfully so, because uh, I'm just, I, we've spoken 30 minutes and I'm like, this is fantastic. I, I got to talk about this for a second because this is amazing. So you trained Chris Evans for Captain America. And I think it was Buzzfeed picked it up and called it that we train like superheroes for 30 days. That, I mean, listen, we all watch superheroes. We've all seen Batman. We've all seen, they're all ripped. What is, what was that? Tell me a little bit about this. We train like superheroes for 30 days. What, what was that like? Okay. And so I'll explain to you what, what happened was um, the TV show extra. I used mm -hmm. to do this thing that I created for them called how the stars get hot. And so uh, I, I took Chris Evans and in four weeks I got him ripped and they did the whole, <laughs> the whole piece on him. And it was right before he did Captain America. So that was the body that he had for that. Wow. So we, we did that, so in that a was month? years ago in a month, in one month. What, where was his starting place? He was probably reasonably good shape to begin with. He was in good shape, but things weren't balanced. Wow. Things were overdeveloped. Things weren't underdeveloped. I had to make all the pieces come together. It wasn't like he had to lose any 30 pounds or anything like that. We actually had to gain some weight, gain some muscle, and but gain it proportionately. 
gain it so it pops. And so they actually did this whole piece on him. And years later, I get a message from these producers at BuzzFeed. Hey, we saw what you did with Chris Evans years ago. Could you do that with two regular people? I'm like, yeah, not a problem. <laughs> and so they come in here and we have a four week period. So I have to get the cardio, the weights and the nutrition all going for them. And I explained to them, this is, this is a window in time. There's no screwing up over four weeks. There's no drinking alcohol in four weeks. No, no soda. This is, you're going to eat clean. We're going to work out hard and you're going to do your cardio. Well, we started doing all it and it comes together. Week one, you started to see a change. Week two, week three. By week four, it was there. It happened. And so they they put the whole thing together. And it was it was really fun to do it. But it's but what people don't realize is it takes a real mental fortitude to do 30 days like this. It sounds like, oh, 30 days. I've I've spent a month doing this. I've you spend a month of 24 hours a day trying to get yourself from point A to point B is very, very difficult. Um, Mentally, physically, emotionally, there's a lot of things that take place when you try to do it like this. Um, But like you said, my program, when you're done with the 30 days, you still have this. You really built this muscle. This wasn't fake muscle you built. This wasn't a water weight you just dropped. Yeah, you're going to drop a little bit of water, but that's in the first two days. Then we're, we're, we're really getting into this. And we had to gain muscle for, for the guy on BuzzFeed. So he had to gain this muscle. And uh, he was pretty flat when we started. It was, it was, it, we, didn't, we had to get, lose a little bit of body fat, not a ton, but we had to put on some real muscle that you could see. And um, and when we finished, it, the video came out, and it was trending number one on YouTube. It oh, was I the, bet. It was, I think, I don't know, we're at 35, 36 million views now on this. Wow. And uh, it was the first produced video. It was the fastest produced video by BuzzFeed to hit 10 million views. I um, mean, that's amazing. So let me ask you this, like, and I'm sure the listeners are wondering, like, how many days? Okay, so the nutritional part of this 30-day program is the nutritional part. Yeah. And I'm sure it's just clean eating, right? Healthy, yeah. lean proteins, lean fats, healthy carbs, yeah. so on and so forth. But as far as the workout part of this 30 days, yeah. how many hours are you spending? And do you need some big elaborate gym or some crazy equipment? Like, what's the commitment on in, in that part? Well, you can go to a gym. You're going to have a harder time doing it at home. Um, like that, right? In 30 days, because it's you're talking about taking somebody to get them camera ready for whatever role it is. Correct. It's a little bit different. You can get incredible results at home. You really can. But uh, you know, for we're talking like looking like a superhero, we kind of need some equipment. Sure. Um, so what but you can look phenomenal. That, that's that you know phenomenal is good just, listen i'm fine yeah. with like semi-phenomenal at this point no you can look phenomenal <laughs> at home it's just what it is is you don't have enough weight generally at home right you know, yeah, things like it. like that um so you you spend one hour in the gym with me and that's one hour of working the whole time it's not one hour of you drink something uh right. <laughs> go walk around and come back to the next set no we're <laughs> we're moving okay um 
you're never not moving for the entire hour. It, so every day is a different workout. You never do the same workout twice because your body gets bored. So it was five days a week in the gym, Monday through Friday. All right. And what we would do are body parts. So it would be two to three body parts a day that we would work on. So let's say we did chest, shoulders, triceps. For an hour. Then the next, for an hour. Okay. And, and then abs. Then the next day would be back, legs, um, uh, biceps for an hour and with abs. Then they would finish up with that and then depended on how much body fat somebody had to, to lose would be their cardio. If you didn't need to lose a lot, it would be somewhere between 20 and 30 minutes. If we're talking a bigger number of, uh, of, uh, of fat, we would start to go 30 to 45 and then tops up in an hour. That's not, I mean, but, that's not a ton of, you know, when you, it, it's interesting. And I know, I, I know another a couple of other guys, Michael Keaton and Christian Bale, you worked with, you know, yeah. it, people don't realize when you see these guys. And I think of like Christian Bale, when he did Batman, Michael Keaton, my, Michael yeah. Keaton and Christian Bale were ripped in Batman. I mean, ripped. And yeah, they were in that plastic, you know, thing, but I, I saw what these guys look like. It was no, you know, it was no like thing that they kept hidden. I mean, it's an amazing. So that's not a ton of time. You think about these actors and everyone's like, Oh, it must be great to be an actor. It's hard work. You know, never yeah. mind learning the script, never mind being on set, never mind all the downtime and this and that. And the, I mean, you're talking 10, 20, 15 hours, 18 hours a day. And then you throw this workout in. So you don't have seven hours a day to work out, but from what you're talking about, maybe 90 minutes, a couple hours a day with solid nutrition, that's pretty, that's a pretty darn good investment on your return. Oh, absolutely. And, but we're talking about, uh, you know, taking somebody and making them the number one. We're not talking number 10. You have to be in your best shape and the kind of shape that people look and go, right. oh, wow, that person looks amazing. I want to do what they did. And there's things like, for example, uh, so with the women, you want to get the hamstring to go. What does the hamstring do? It separates out the glute. But what they don't realize, and what a lot of people don't realize, is it also tightens the inner thigh. Because we can do inner thigh like this, that's fine. But if we pull the hamstring back a little, now we're pulling everything towards the back. So then the inner thigh starts to look a lot better. That's a big thing because uh, a lot of people, it's in the back of you. You don't realize what your hamstring looks like. That changes your whole shape. With guys, a lot of them, their pecs end up in the middle here. They never get it to go all the way up to the collarbone. You need the pecs to go all the way up. That's how we get that look from the top to the bottom. And so how do we do that? Well, most of the time, everybody will go, oh, you just do an incline bench press. Well, what I've developed was something different. A lot of my exercises, I've taken a traditional exercise and switched it, or I've developed a completely different exercise. But like, so the incline bench press, what I found a lot of times is it overdevelops the front of the shoulder. So the incline is so, when you're at the angle, right? There's like the, the normal, the traditional, and then the one yes. where you're like at a 45 degree angle. Gotcha. Exactly. So everybody goes, you want to build the top of the chest? We go a 45 degree angle. Well, a lot of times what happens is the shoulder takes over. You're working the front of the shoulder. The, the top of the chest gets some work, but we don't isolate it enough. And we end up like this and we don't end up with the pecs correct. For the guys. So I came up with, you take the flat bench 
But instead of bringing the bar to the middle of your chest, bring it up towards your collarbone. Now we're benching up in here. Now we have to go with a lighter weight because it, right. it's, uh, you have a lot less muscle at the top of your chest than you do in the middle. But now we're able to isolate the top of your chest and build it out and not get the top of the shoulder, the front of the shoulder overdeveloped. And you got to go with a very light weight because we got to make sure we can get all the way down and up. Now we develop the top of the chest. It balances off with the bottom. Now we have pecs. So the, so the bar is landing basically at the top of your sternum as yes. opposed to your, the middle of your, your pecs. Yes. And it's gotcha. a complete game changer on developing the pecs. Um, abs. I look at abs as four sections, upper, middle, lower, and the obliques is the fourth section. Everybody can get the upper and middle. Nobody gets the lower and the sides. So I only focus on the lower and the sides. I figure if you get the lower and the sides, the middle and upper are like gift with purchase. They will be there. <laughs> gift but, with purchase. I love but it. We can, but we can overdevelop the upper and middle. And what happens a lot of times is when we're going through this, this transformation, men and women, all of a sudden, the upper part of your abs come in quicker than the lower part. And guys will go, oh my gosh, I, I've never had love handles. And women are like, why am I so wide at the bottom? Because this is why we take measurements. You take a measurement up at the top of your abs and down at the bottom. Now we look at the measurements. I go, oh, look at this. Your upper ab came in two inches. Your lower ab came in an inch. So it's it's coming in like this, and the lower ab is going to take a little longer. But look, you're down an inch. It's not that you've got love uh, handles. I totally get what you're saying. I, now you when you I, describe it like that, I totally get it. Yeah, so... Just be patient because you're headed in the right direction because we have those two measurements. Then a few weeks later, all of a sudden, the bottom part comes in and bang, you have the abs that you've always wanted. The love handles are gone. And all of a sudden, it's like one night you go to sleep, the next night you wake up. It's like, oh my gosh, I got that six pack. Yes, because you were just 1% away right. and, you, and you got it. And so once we hit a certain percentage, boom, it's there. Uh, clearly what you do is a very different. And like I said, I, I'm a swimmer and, and, you know, I've swam, played water polo all my life and I'm still a big swimmer. And I love it because it, to me, it's more of a, a mental kind of thing. When I'm in the water, I'm just like, I, I, you know, it's meditation, but I love swimming. Um, your, your whole thing is very unique. And, and I think this is what sort of led to the creation of atumobile.com especially over the pandemic. But really, listen, if pandemic or not, a lot of us are going to be at home and a lot of us are going to be, you know, not without these services or ancillary elements of in life, maybe because we choose to even, you know, when we get out of this, this situation. So tell us about how you created atumobile.com and give us kind of an yeah. overview and how is this unique? Yeah, it, this is kind of the craziest story. Um, <laughs> about four years ago, I was going to write another fitness book. And I thought to myself, how lame is that? Uh, it, pictures and description. Pictures and description. Everything needs to be video. So then I decided I, I have a great idea. I'm going to create a program where because all my clients, when they travel, they say to me, 
can we do Zooms? Can we do this? And this was pre-Zoom. It was with uh, whatever, Skype or something. Right, yeah, I remember Skype, sure. Yeah, and I was like, you know, and sometimes they're in Africa, they're in Asia, and the times don't match up. So I'm like, oh my gosh. So I came up with an idea. Why don't I create a program where you can follow my program wherever you are in the world, either at home or in the gym? So I started shooting video and video and video. And we've been shooting for almost, we've been shooting for four years. Wow. And so what we do, what I do is you come into my program and the first thing they ask you is what gender you are. Then they ask you to pick um, which body type in the gender you most look like. And each gender has five body types. And kind of interesting, we have a lot of people that are transgender that, that have emailed me and I walk them through which body type to pick. So this way uh, we can get what they're looking for. So then you pick your body type. And then there's a bunch of questions that ask you your weight, this and that, how much you want to work out. And then I, I ask you a question, do you want to work out three days, four days, or five days a week? There's a custom so thing. That's very custom. Oh, That's yeah. awesome. It's very custom. There's nothing close to this anywhere. So it's really specifically to, to what your body type is, what your direction is. And then out comes a program for you. The whole month comes out and every exercise has how many reps, how many sets, and a video that corresponds with it. When you're done with that exercise, you hit the button, it takes you to the next one. And there'll be a corresponding stretch. I believe, and you do an exercise, you do a stretch. You do an exercise, you do a stretch. We stretch the muscle we just used because that's the time that it's its warmest. And then we always finish with abs. Abs are at the end. You're never going to find them in the beginning or the middle because your abdominal wall, the three layers of muscle, are the only thing that protects your spine. A lot of people will go, oh, I'll do a, a push-up, then a crunch, and then I'll do something else and then another ab exercise. The next day, they tweak their back. They don't know what happened. So there's a progression to what I do. And it's it's very important that A leads into B that leads into C, D. It's, it's very important that we follow A, B, C because I pre-exhaust one muscle to then target another. So there's a big reasoning why I go from this to this to this. It's not random. And then uh, the way the way it's set up is, let's say there's an exercise you don't like, or there's an exercise that uh, you uh, are like, you know what, I, I, I don't want to do this one. Well, we hit a swap button and you have an option of two swaps. So it will target the same muscle doing two other different exercises and you choose one of them. Uh, it's a, and every day you decide, hey, am I going to work out at the gym or home? You that's that's at the top of your program. You pick, and then you either have your gym workout or your home workout, and you can swap back and forth. So Monday you go to the gym, Wednesday you're at home, Friday you're at the gym. So every time your workout's there, it asks you which one. Where are we going to work out today? I mean, I bottom line, and everybody, if you're listening. This is so customized to what works for you. And this is what I tell people is so critical about any program. It has to be doable for you. We live busy lives. We have different responsibilities. We have work. We have our family life, our loved ones, our kids, our significant, whatever it is. I love how this is customized. And 
we have to, I mean, listen, if you're out there, check this out, atumobile.com. It sounds like, I mean, the perfect workout. I love it. I love it. This is awesome. Thank you. It's like having, it, the whole idea is having me train you. And exactly. I'm there without having to be there. But you can't be in a thousand different places at once yeah. and on the other side of the world. Listen, I, I can't thank you enough because this is like, I'm still stuck on that whole stand against the wall thing. I mean, and we've gone so much further. Steve, thank you so, so much. Where do I send people to find you? How can we, we talked a little about go to atumobile.com, but where else can we get people to find you and hook up with you, Steve? If they go to atiteru.com, so A-T-I-G-H-T-E-R-U.com, that's direct by Jim. And that will give you all the information about my gym. And we're located in Culver City, California. We're right in the Los Angeles area. We're really easy to get to. And our phone numbers and everything are on there. Listen, my friend, thank you for your knowledge, for your investment in, in people's health and nutrition. And uh, I'm going to be checking out all this stuff. When, as soon as I get off this, I'm going to go stand against the wall. And I'm going to start today. Thank you yeah, so you, much, Steve. Really appreciate you. you. Very, Thank you very much for having me and thank you for everything you do. I mean, your book is incredible and what you do is unbelievable. So I really appreciate you inviting me on your show and being able to, to meet you and talk health and fitness with you. So thank, well, thank you. you, my friend. Mutual respect. Thank you so much. We'll see you very soon. Take care. Take care. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And now for today's Weekly Rx. Wow. Great stuff. Steve Zim. I mean, amazing. I got so many nuggets already in my head, but I'll, I'll tell you, there's a few things I want to share with people and remind you. He talked about this triad of weightlifting, nutrition, and cardio, and I think he hits it on the head. I think it's critical. Nutrition is so important. Cardio is obviously important for movement and musculoskeletal health, but you need to maintain muscle mass. And I think the weightlifting is important. It's not big, heavy weights, but it's just some weight to maintain muscle mass. I think the other thing really important is quick results, if done in a healthy way, I think is the positive way to go. This is true with working out, with exercise, with food, with whatever it is, diets and nutrition. If you can create quick results and do it in a healthy way, I think that's what leads people to run downhill and make things so much easier. And lastly, posture, posture, and posture. He made a big deal about this, and I think he's spot on. Develop the back. Develop the back of your body, which we don't really look, about, look at and think about. Posture is so important for everything. Steve talked about that, and I think that's a big, big take home. Posture, posture, and then posture. Well, that's it for today. Uh, don't forget to follow, subscribe for free 
Download, review, and listen to Wellness Inc. with me, Dr. Mike Moreno, on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Follow me on social at 17 Day Diet and also at Stage 29 Podcasts. Thanks for being here. Take care. This has been a Stage 29 Podcast production. The podcast is executive produced by Patty Chiano, Laferne Cusack, and Stephanie Kaysen. Our audio editors are Jackson Ruff and Jonathan DeMatty. Callie Kelts is the social media producer. And a special thanks to the rest of our podcast crew, Rwani Horinige, William Cusack, Lisa Clark, Katie Brown, and Morgan Kaler. This podcast has been produced by Stage 29 Productions for entertainment purposes only. The contents of this podcast does not constitute medical or professional advice. The use of any information provided during this podcast is at the listener's own risk. For medical or other advice appropriate to your specific situation, please consult a physician or other trained professional. This podcast does not reflect the opinions of this company, any of its parent companies, affiliates, subsidiaries, promotional sponsors, or advertising agencies. The views expressed by the hosts and guests are their own and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. For more information, please go to stage29.tv.